Welcome to another episode of Married Watching Anime. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And we're back on Radiant, everybody. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yes. We had a couple uh, in between here. A lot of slime. Lots of slime. So good. It is. But now that we're caught up on slime, we're doing Radiant, and we're going to touch on Arumakun, everybody. So get ready for that. Ow. That's coming up. But we are we are going to continue doing the Radiant episodes. Uh, hopefully, we can get one out a week for you guys and, and keep up with it. Interspersed with Welcome to Demon School Arumakun, because yeah. those will be out once a week now. Yes, and uh, <laughs> sorry for the lack of video game content. Uh, there just hasn't been anything super awesome that I want to play right now. No, we've been in a lull. We kind of started playing Odyssey, Super Mario Odyssey again, and then we got to schedule that one with Ben, or he'll murder us. Yep, so that'll be probably the next video game one, and then Near Replicant comes out this month towards the end of it, and then... What's the other one? Oh, if Returnal gets good reviews, we'll play that. Yes. And then next month is Resident Evil. So we, there's a few in the docket that we're going to look at, and we'll, we'll decide what we're going to play next at that point. I may also finally convince you to let me rehook up the N64, and we can replay Ocarina of Time. I mean, you don't have to convince me that hard. <laughs> it's just really hard to look at on the big screen from the old system. I know. We'll Major- try it. Majora's Mask was hard when we tried that we'll at the try, start of quarantine. We'll but... try Ocarina with it and see how it looks. Yeah. I'm not against it. We'll just, uh, I just wish the Switch would go, here you go. Here's the 64. <laughs> Here's an N64 emulator. <laughs> well, it would be cool if they did like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. They had something like that, but made it for the Switch. I think it would be pretty cool. I think I have it on GameCube. Would that be better? We could try the GameCube. Okay. We'll work on it, everybody. Yes. <laughs> anyway, episode Radiant three of Radiant <laughs> is the name of the episode is Day of Departure, Alma. And so I'm going to try something a little new, everybody here. Sorry, I'm tangent. Uh, we've been trying to figure out these episodes. I think this is going to be a lot better going forward. Uh, let us know what you think about it at the end here, but let me dive into the synopsis with you guys. Seth saves the people using his bare hands and manages to punch a hole through the nemesis. As his energy runs out and the nemesis seems to be recovering, he is saved by Alma. Alma captures the bravery quartet and brings Seth back to her home to recover. She then recalls the memories she has of Seth and why she chose to protect him even though she didn't know him. Seth, in the end, sets out to find Radiant and says goodbye to Alma. This episode was basically in the past for the most part. It it begins with Seth blocking the big magic attack that you saw at the end of episode two. Yeah, he saves all the people on the pillars in the bank. Yep. uh, Alma... Alma then comes to the rescue at the very end because the nemesis, even after having a giant hole punched through him... Still is standing. Still is standing. They are terrifying, derpy-looking creatures, apparently. Yes, that one actually had a specific name. I'll have to look it up because I guess they have different... The different shapes give them different names. Oh, okay. So I didn't... It was like a mech version. It was not Strong Sad? No, it looked like Baymax or Strong Sad. Yes. Anyway, he punches a hole through it. It's pretty mad as it's mass cracking, but then Alma cuts it in half and saves him. And then he just passes out fully injured because he had to fight that thing. For like three days or something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yep. She gets in a, a, a little spat with him because he uses magic barehanded. And she's like, stop doing that. 
It's yep. anomaly. People don't like that. People already don't like magic, and you using it differently than everyone else is going to be a huge problem for you. Yes, and so he his ultimate goal, Seth's ultimate goal, is to save... He wants people to not fear the sorcerers, and in order to do that, he feels like killing all the nemesis and getting rid of destroying them is the only way to do so. Yeah, and she tells him that they are come from a place called Radiant. Well, it's a it's a, it's a it's tale. A myth. It is a myth that the sorcerers have that it's the legendary location of where they are, and he just wants to set off and find them. And she's like, "How are you going to find them? You have zero leads. Where where why why yeah. <laughs> why where what?" Uh, and so she makes him go to sleep, and she goes, that's the end of this discussion for right now. Uh, and then the episode recalls her past with Seth. We know that there was a big calamity where they were both affected by a nemesis. They don't really go into too much detail. Mm-hmm. But she wakes up in a hospital. She's missing an arm. Yes. And the doctor thought that Seth with her son, it was her son, but she has no recollection of him at all or any much of her past before that. So she sets out. With Seth tagging along, uh, she sees him as more of a burden, but he's the only lead she has. To figure out who she is or where she she came from. Yes, and so she's traveling around trying to learn stuff, and she eventually becomes a nemesis hunter to earn income for their travels. Mm -hmm. And one time she leaves Seth alone at a a little cottage in some snowy area, and some kids start picking on him. And then they're really... Picking on him is very... (laughs) They start by picking on him. They do start by picking on him, and and then then they start trying to kill him. Yes. Like, beating on him with their... Like, kicking him. Yeah, they're really abusing him. It's very brutal. He basically is asking them to stop, and he loses it, and all the magic gathers around him, and a big explosion occurs. And then the entire town tries to burn him at the stake. He is, like... Four, yeah, or five in this. He is so tiny. Yeah, it's they're almost worse than the people in uh, Shield Hero. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty nasty at times. The first village when you see Seth, they're prejudiced, but they're not mean. They're not that nasty. They're yeah. not trying to kill him or anything like that. Right. So uh, Alma eventually rescues him, and little that at that point she realizes Seth is she. He's like he's so tiny. I need to protect this child and she kind of takes him in as her he refers to her as his mom but he calls her alma but they they form a more of a mother-son relationship at that point i just really liked how she dealt with the villagers to save seth from being burned at the stake uh because all she does is like touch the one dude's shoulder and says if we touch you you're cursed aren't you (laughs) and everyone just runs away and turns on him he's like no i'm not cursed come back (laughs) and she's like like that'll happen you know because that's not how it works the nemesis has to touch the person yeah to be cursed it was pretty funny though but she saves them says everything's all right you know and she's and she decides then that she can't just abandon him even though she wanted to a few times yes. realizing how helpless and small he actually he's like four uh-huh he's a tiny little thing he's really cute he is he's very got, cute he's got little horns and just follows her around uh-huh he's just happy-go-lucky so what do you think of the story so far it's interesting i'm intrigued enough to keep watching i don't know if i fully buy everybody hating sorcerers quite yet just because we don't i guess it's just the stigma but i don't know enough about the stigma to really buy into it quite yet yeah the world building isn't fully there yeah you just you just know they just kind of tell you there's prejudice they don't really explain fully they don't you uh, haven't seen sorcerers do such crazy things yet right 
Other than the Bravery Quartet, which are just a bunch of dicks. Yes, they are definitely a bunch of dicks. How did you like the building and the kind of showing Seth and Alma's relationship? I liked it because I think I asked you after the first or second episode when we were done watching. I said, are they mother, son? And you were like, no, no, just wait an episode. So it was nice to kind of get their backstory and realize that neither of them really knows anything about their past, but they have each other. Mm -hmm. And they've kind of built their own little weird family. Mm -hmm. They're really cute. So the episode ends with Seth trying to sneak out. And that's how we were saying that Alma... Goes, where are you going? How are you going to get there? Mm-hmm. But she ends up giving him a broom and some equipment and says, you should head here, which is the uh, academy. I think she b- brings it up in the beginning of the fourth episode, but we're going to get to that in a second. That's fine. So she she says, this is where you should go first. And so he runs off and then he turns around and says, thank you, Alma, and gives her a hug. And then he runs back off again. And It's a little bittersweet. A little bittersweet. And she goes, man, you're a burden. But you could tell that. She really loves him. Yeah. And that they love each other, which is, it was nice to see at the end of the episode. It was very heartfelt. Because you see them bickering a whole lot. So much. She <laughs> does not really seem to like him that much. So it was nice to see the softer side of her and yeah. their relationship. Yeah. And it's really like a mother and son, like a pain in the ass son. Yes. Oh, pain in the butt. We should edit that. Ass eventually. is fine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, she's a, he's a pain in the neck and that... Uh, but she loves him nonetheless. Yes. So it, it was nice to see that at the end. What do you give this episode? An eight. Eight's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. I like all of the bits of history, but the scene of, you know, the village trying to burn a four year old at the stake was a little It was it's hard to watch. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little too over the top. It gets a little hard. I still like the memory in in general, though, because it just shows their bond, their actual bond, yeah. and where it's formed, and why they are the way they are, yeah, and just their personalities. <laughs> they really reflect each other really well. And what do you give this episode? I'd give it a nine. Okay, it's a nine for me. I really liked it. It gave me a lot of context with them, which yeah. was nice. Uh, and there's only a couple more episodes that I've watched ahead of you, and I only remember one of them. <laughs> Excellent. So we're going to be jumping in fresh going forward, so it'll really be world building for me. Because there's not a ton of world building in the next episode, but it is really fun. Not four, I should say five. Oh, okay. Anyway, episode four. A meeting in the sky encounter. Seth crashes into an Inquisition ship and is arrested by them. While caged up, he meets a female sorceress named Millie. Millie's friend and familiar Boobery uh, helps her escape, along with her boss Doc and Seth, from the Inquisition to head back to their hometown Artemis Academy. That's what it's called, Artemis. I knew it was from an anime. I was thinking Artemis (laughs) is the cat for uh, Sailor Venus. So we have three new characters. One of them is a bad guy, at least we... Fairly certain he's a yeah. bad guy. That's how they lead him to be. Yeah. He feels more neutral right now, but I have a feeling he's going to be a bad guy. But the first one is Doc. You not, meet him. Not in, the uh, one of the seven dwarfs. Not one of the seven dwarfs. Uh, he, he's short enough, I guess. That is true. So Doc meets Alma initially, and he's, he shows up at their village. Uh, not at the village. Uh, yeah, at the village... Um, where Seth left from. Yeah, he goes to meet Alma. Because he was supposed to pick up the Radiant, and Millie was supposed to beat him there, but she never shows up. 
But Doc is a researcher, and he researches Nemesis, and he collects them for money and research purposes, usually for Artemis Academy. So he brings them back there before the Inquisition can take, come and take them away. Take them away for their own purposes. Is it kind of they're kind of like illegal contraband after they're dead, more or less? Yes, you're going to learn about Artemis Academy coming up and why they're such a why this nation of sorcerers is allowed to exist when they're hunting them down the way they are. I didn't are. even think of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to see why it's allowed to exist after the fact. So I dropped my phone and it startled the dog. <laughs> startled everyone at the table. He sat up very quickly. <laughs> so you're going to find that out. But Doc, uh, he's very high strung and he doesn't want to work hard. Uh, he is Millie's boss. And so yes. he's all right. But so he ends up leaving and then like he gets there and Alma gives, chastises him. And she's like, you get paid for the nemesis, don't you? Yeah, because yeah. he's trying to get a fee from her, Yeah, and he, she's, she's not having it. Yeah, she doesn't have any of it, and so he flies off to pick up the nemesis, and then the next scene is Seth fighting on, on the ship. Yeah, he is fighting. So yes. he punches him, and he's like, what are you guys doing? Why are you trying to arrest me? What's going on? I'm trying to get to Radiant. I have to go take on all of the nemesis. Yeah, and he, they're like, you crashed into our ship, and we tried to, you know, interrogate him, but they're just taking his stuff and trying to arrest him. Yes. And so he's putting up a stink because he doesn't know who they are. He doesn't understand the way the world really works because he's only been with Alma Mm -hmm. traveling around with her. And she's trying to, she kept him, I don't want to say sheltered, but she kind of sheltered him from the world. Protected him from the world, yeah. So he is, he understands, but he doesn't understand the world. Like he doesn't understand why people hate him. He just doesn't get it. There's no nothing in his mind says this doesn't make sense, but he wants to fix it in a positive way. He doesn't look at them hating him as like he's upset by it, but he wants to fix that problem. Mm-hmm. So he's such a positive guy. He's like, why are you arresting me? I don't understand. <laughs> and that's just kind of the Inquisition's purpose is to detain sorcerers and keep them in check. At least that's what it seems like. Mm-hmm. We don't know a lot about the Inquisition, but he's lowered into a cage uh, and then he meets... He's, he's trapped in a cage eventually. They eventually catch him after him beating up a whole bunch of them. They arrest him and put him down below, and he meets Millie, our main female protagonist. Millie is... I love Millie so, so much. So, like Seth, she's a big airhead. Very much so. But she's very kind-hearted and finds Seth very strange. Like I said, she finds Seth strange... All right, sorry, everybody. If you hear a lawnmower in the background. There's a lawnmower across the street. It's not even the neighbor across the street. It's like four houses down. But he's riding. But he's riding on the sidewalk. Yeah, we don't live in the country, everybody. No. So it's really strange when someone on their tractor is just riding. I thought it. it was one of those little kids on like the little dirt bikes that go past. They're like six years old and they're more impressive <laughs> on a dirt bike than me. <laughs> uh, Welcome to our lives. Uh huh. <laughs> They're in the cage together and they're talking and eventually Doc lands on the the ship. Yes. So Doc gets captured by them too because he's trying to find Millie, uh, but he get, he runs across the Inquisition while he's flying. And, and he ha- has the nemesis on board his ship and is like, oh crap, <laughs> that's a problem. Like, I can't. So he has he's got his ID. Oh yeah, Seth doesn't have any identification right now either. Yeah, that's a lot Nor- of the reason why they... Arrest him in the first yeah. place. Millie gets arrested for the same reason. She doesn't have her identification on her. But Doc has his ID, and she starts calling out to him, like, Oh, Doc! And he's like, I don't know them. I don't know them. But then he gets arrested anyway, too. Yeah, because she's like, Hey, it's my boss. We were going to take care of the, <laughs> the nemesis, nemesis remains. <laughs> and then that's why she gets arrested, <laughs> yep. because of that. And they're like, well, what? He goes, well, she goes, they asked me. 
<laughs> what I was doing. So I just told them. Uh-huh. She's just super bubbly and happy. Uh, and then what happens is Boobery, this little green floating bird with little bat wings. I don't know how else to describe it. It looks like a little familiar. He he is very cute. Yeah, it says Boobery, but when she, you know, we're watching it with uh, English subtitles, she says Boobery. Boobery? Boobery. I don't know. It might, that might be what it is. I don't know. Why but does it have two O's then? I don't know. Eh, whatever. Listen. <laughs> I just work here. We do, I just work here. So he goes and steals the keys for their cells and helps them break out. And Seth needs to find his equipment before he goes. It is literally like that scene in Winnie the Pooh where they're stuck at the bottom of the pit and owl gives like this great speech and like flies out and is like this is how you guys are gonna get out you're gonna lead your way out and then he flies down and they're like owl that was a great Great speech speech. (laughs) (laughs) they're all not very bright together they don't work well they get they get they don't get captured but they get found and then they start fighting their way out and then they eventually get surrounded and then you find out what millie's curse is so when Millie gets super duper stressed, her personality goes a complete 180. Mm-hmm. She becomes this almost like this masochist like psychopath. Yes. And she just blows her tone of voice changes. And she bo- sounds like Alma. Bobri, I guess we'll say that yes. going forward, yeah. just loves that personality side of her. And mm-hmm. he's a little masochist and he wants her to get beaten up by like he just flying with yeah. hearts in his eyes at her. And she's like, I'll beat you up later. <laughs> yeah, so when she's Millie and normal, she has defensive magic, and then when she gets stressed and does the 180, she has crazy offensive magic. Yeah, and she just starts blowing them off the ship. Like, the soldiers get knocked <laughs> off the ship, and the vice captain is stuck hanging onto the side of the ship with all the men like a flag at the end of it. Yes. And so, but Seth, being who he is, is just super impressed by it. And he's yes. like, oh my god, will you teach me all this magic? The last guy, the new character, is Captain... Uh, Dragonoff. Yeah. That's the way to say it. He's the captain of the that Inquisition ship, and he has an eye patch and uses a bow as a weapon. He's the one that initially arrests all three of them, or places them under arrest. Yes. And he kind of has Millie cornered, but Seth gets his broom, and then he basically punches the ship so hard that it bows it. Mm-hmm. And then he sets everyone off, but... He doesn't, he's got like this really calm personality no matter what. He doesn't really get too emotional. No. And even when they escape, he was just kind of like, eh, all right, well, tough. If they make it to Artemis, there's not much we can do about it. Yeah, it's, he seems see, like he's going to be evil, but he also just kind of seems like he's just going to kind of be casually in indifferent. Their way. Yeah, yeah, he seems more in their way, casually indifferent, but he's like, this is just how the world works and this is just what I do for a living kind of personality. Pretty much, yeah. What do you think of the Seth and Millie dynamic? Oh my gosh. I told you from the beginning that their characters together just make me so happy. Her hair is also just absolutely ridiculous. I love it. And I wish I had it. It's red and curly and just It's just like giant corkscrew curls. Like nine of them. And she's so happy all the time. And then until she's not happy. They're all idiots. (laughs) Yeah. So she's super sorry about her personality death. And he's just like, I love it. I don't care. Teach me your magic. And she's like, but I usually only do defensive magic. But he's like, just teach me all of it. Anything. So he was super happy, but she's also an, she's a sorceress apprentice or tra- in training as well. Doc is not a sorcerer, but what do you think of Doc as a character? He is very okay. You can tell he's just kind of a businessman. You know who he reminds me of? I, I don't watch a lot of the show, but it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, 
Danny DeVito's Danny character. DeVito's character. That's who he reminds me of a little See, bit. He reminds me of the uh, slave trader in Shield Hero. A little bit, but the slave trader gives off more of that skeezy vibe. Yeah. This guy gives off the creepy uncle vibe to me more. Oh, what's the name of the sales dude from Bug Snacks? Grambo? Grambo, I yeah. think. Gramble? He kind of reminds you of no. that, too. He kind of yeah. looks like... He does remind you like a car salesman. Yes, he is a used car salesman. That's kind of who he reminds yes. us of. He's just... He's goofy, but he's also... He cares enough about Millie that, you know, he's, he didn't want to get caught, so he kind of threw her under the bus, but at the same time, he's like, no, we're all escaping together. He takes them on the pig ship. They lose the nemesis, but they do escape. Yes. What do you think of... Uh, I kind of... We kind of covered this, but what do you think of the captain? I'm interested to see if, like, how he fits into the rest of the season. Yeah, I wonder, like, if he's truly a bad guy or not. I know. I kind of feel like he's one of those characters that'll be bad for a while and then be on their side. Mm-hmm. At one point, that's what he feels like. But it could be the complete opposite. He could be this big evil dude in the end. But he's so indifferent that it makes me go, I just think he doesn't care. Yeah. But we're going to find out. Oh, who are you I'm, looking up? I'm going to look up the uh, salesman from Bug Snacks because I don't think his name is Gramble. Well, Gramble would have... Was he the farmer? I think so. Oh, well, now we're uh, now we're on a tangent. Cromdo. Cromdo. Cromdo Face. Is that his name? Yes. Cromdo Face? Cromdo Face. Well, that's his last it. name is Face. That is amazing. Yes. Well, Doc is Cromdo Face. Yes, he's Cromdo. I'm not going to remember <laughs> that for our next episode. That is okay. What do you rate this episode? I'd give it a nine. You like this one a lot? Yeah. I love Millie so much as a character. We'll see how she develops along the way. She's still fun in the next couple, the next episode or two, so I'm really happy about that. But I'm really excited just to see their dynamic build. I, this is just something because when I was researching animes to watch in general, a lot of people said the Seth Millie dynamic is just really heartwarming and fun. So I really, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'd say we've done a lot of heavy animes, but not really. Shield Hero was for a little bit, and it got better. Arun Kun then... is very calm. Rumacoon is very cute, and so is uh, Slime. Slime, especially Slime Diaries, is super adorable. Super adorable. Season Season two. two, The beginning got heavy for a while. Even in the end, it was still a little heavy, but it got back to more lighthearted at the end. Yes. I'm really excited to see what they do for season two. The back half of season two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really good of Slime. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'd give this one a nine as well. Okay. Again, the Millie Seth dynamic, as I said before, is just so much fun for me. And they've just met. <laughs> and they've just met. So there's I just I I hear it just gets better and better and better. So I'm looking forward to that. And we'll see. We'll give you guys the scoop on it. <laughs> yes. The very important scoop. Very important scoop of an anime that's out. So if you're watching along with us, let you know know what you think. Uh, you can send us an email at gaming merit gaming marriage at gmail.com or at twitter at gaming marriage we'd love to hear from you guys see what you think about the show and we really want to know what you guys think in general uh, if there's other animes you'd like us to check out we'd love to take an episode or two and watch them uh, that's about all i got i got nothing that, got that guy stopped riding his lawnmower on the sidewalk that is wonderful <laughs> listen if his grass looks better than tom winter's grass he's doing something right excellent All right, everybody, we'll catch you later. Bye.